Stay where you are, for this is the time when imagination is free to move forward and swiftly. For this is the Radio Play Hour. Before smartphones, computers, and television, the imagination would be inspired by an entire theatrical institute within your very own living room. You're about to listen to the voice of the drama merchant as I invite you to get away from the present moment and travel with me and our special guest beyond the known dimensions of time and space to the pocket universe sitting in between the decades of the 20s and 50s known as the Radio Play Hour. Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is the drama merchant and welcome to the Radio Play Hour Halloween Horrors, which is aimed, if any luck, at preventing your complete relaxation but not your listening pleasure. Due to Motet Studios having moved locations and continuing to set up their establishment, and with the breath of Halloween cold on my shoulders, the following radio plays in this season, which I have called Halloween Horrors, have been put together in three very different ways, in order to release them over the coming weeks leading up to Halloween. So, on to our first play. Edgar Allan Poe is known to have written some exciting and haunting stories ever told. His work ranges from poetic to mysterious to darkly comic, each story possessing the genius for the grotesque that defined Poe's writing. Our first story of the week is told to you by an unnamed narrator who will try to convince you, the listener, of his sanity from his jail cell, whilst describing a murder he committed. As tonight's star Nigel Munro-Wallace tells us in Edgar Allan Poe's short story, The Telltale Heart. Alright, I'll tell you the story whole story just as it happened to me just as it happened you understand perhaps you'll say I'm mad but I'm not I, I'm nervous yes <laughs> very very nervous but how could you say that I'm mad now just listen listen how calmly I can tell you the whole story everything that happened I didn't hate the old man I loved him He never did anything to me. He never insulted me. He he never said anything about me. I wasn't after his money, and he had plenty of it. I I don't know what it was. Yes, yes, I do. It was his eye. It was an eye like a vulture, a pale blue eye with a film over it. It was the evil eye. Whenever I saw it, my blood just ran cold. I had to destroy it. I laid my plans very carefully. Every night at midnight, I opened the door of his room, oh, so gently. I didn't want to wake him, but a madman have worked so cautiously, so carefully as that. For seven nights, I found the eye closed. But on the eighth night, as he lay in his bed, I opened the door, slowly, very slowly. But the door creaked and broke. I could hear him sit up in his bed, but I just stood there, 
not making a sound. After a long while, I opened the door a little wider. For seven nights I've gone away. Seven nights. You never knew about that, did you? What do you want? It's your eye, old man. I want your eye. Your evil eye. I? What are you talking about? I, I, I must destroy it or... What's that? What? <laughs> Don't you hear that? No. That thumping? I hear nothing. What is it? Wait. Wait. You're mad. Shh. Shh. I have it. It's your heart. Your accursed heart. I stop it. I can't, stop I can't it, I tell you. Stop, stop it beating like that. Do you hear me? I said stop it or you'll wake the neighbor. Stop it. Stop it. If you still think me mad, you'll change your mind when I tell you of the pains I took to conceal the old man's body after I'd done away with that awful eye. The night was still young, but there was so much to do and I had to work so fast. I took up the three planks from the flooring of the room and hit the old man so cunningly that no human eye, not even could have detected anything wrong. There was the old man right under my feet, right under the floor, but his cursed heart was still. I was free, free, free of that awful eye. I was dancing a little jig to celebrate when... Who is it? Who's there? The police. It's rather early for a call, isn't it? However, um, won't you come in? Sorry to disturb you, but some of the neighbours heard a scream. Or a, a report was sent into headquarters. Someone heard a scream? From my house? We don't know where it came from. They couldn't say. Oh, I see. Then, then why did you come here? We've looked in several houses. Why should we make an exception with yours? The scream may have come from here. Why, yes, yes, I suppose it might have. Um, you see, I had a rather bad nightmare tonight, and perhaps I screamed in my sleep. Yes, I suppose that's possible. Do you mind if I have a look through your house? Purely a matter of duty, you understand? Why, of course not. Look anywhere at all. I pride myself on always being willing and ready to cooperate with the police. Where would you like to start? Let's start in this room here. By all means. Whose room is it? Um, an old man. He lives with me. He sleeps here. Where is he now? 
This bed has been slept in. Yeah, yes, I know. I... Well, I slept there last night. Where's the old man? He left for the country, oh, fully a week ago. Uh, this old man. You and he got along well, had no quarrel? Oh, we're the best of friends. I see. Any of his stuff here? Of course. All his money, his clothes, his jewellery, everything. You'll find them all right here. He was going for a rest. Rather a long rest, I would say. Very quiet where he is now. He knew he wouldn't need his money or his clothes or his jewellery. So he left them with me. I was his closest friend. I see. Well, everything seems to be in order. Thank you. I... I thought you'd find it that way. I'm rather a quiet person, you know. Yes, you seem to be. Well, I must be on my way, sir. Oh, no, no. Please don't hurry. You've done your duty. You've searched the neighbourhood and found nothing wrong. Now, you must be fatigued. Let me give you a, a glass of wine. I have it right here. Oh, I don't mind if I do, sir. A glass of wine on a night like this won't go amiss. Here we are. Here we are. Ah, that's fine. Sit down, officer. Thank you. No, 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 not there. Let me place a chair for you. Do you like the wine? Oh, it's an excellent wine, sir. Oh, and by the way, merely a matter of curiosity, where was the old man when you saw him last? Oddly enough, right where you're sitting. Say, you're feeling all right. You look pale. I'm all right. Hmm. Can't sit still, can you, sir? What's the matter? Nerves trouble you? Oh, well, well, I do have rather jumpy nerves. <laughs> do you find the wine good? Oh, yes, 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 indeed. The most excellent wine. About the best port I've ever had. Pardon me, officer. Do you, do you hear anything? I thought I heard a shutter banging a minute ago. No, no, not that. I... I guess it's just my ears. It's a sort of throbbing. No, I didn't notice anything. Now, this wine. Oh, yes, the wine. <laughs> I take particular pains with my cellar. Uh, I always try to... Wait, wait. Are you sure you don't hear that? Not a thing. Maybe it's the wind. It's very windy outside. Yes, perhaps that's what it is. The wind. Do you know, I always think I... <laughs> I hear it, I tell you. I hear it, don't you? I don't hear anything. Now sit down or you'll upset your nerves, sir. I hear something. You don't hear it, you say? I think it's your imagination. My imagination? It's not. It's not, I tell you. It's here. I, I, I know it's here. It's here, right in this room. I can hear it throbbing. It, it's louder. It's getting louder. It's, it's throbbing here. Here, here. Look, I can't hear a thing. No throbbing, nothing. I stopped it once. I, I stopped it. I stopped it, I tell you, and I'll stop it again. Smashing that chair won't help, sir. It will. It will, I tell you. Why are you tearing up the plank, sir? <laughs> My God. I did it. I did it. I can't stop it. His heart. Right there. I tell you... It's his heart. It's heart. It's his heart, I tell you. It's the beating of his accursed heart. It's the heart that won't be still. 
just listened to the first story, which is part of the Radio Play Hour's Halloween Horrors season. The Telltale Heart was based on the short story by Edgar Allan Poe, and starred Nigel Munro Wallace as the unnamed narrator, and me, the drama merchant, as the police officer. Next week, I bring you a recreation of Zero Hour for our second episode of Halloween Horrors. This radio play, based on a short story written by Ray Bradbury and adapted by Anthony Ellis, is considered to be the most controversial ever heard over the American airwaves since the infamous broadcast of War of the Worlds. Here you will listen to a mother slowly become anxious as she watches her daughter play an imaginative game in the backyard with a countdown to 5pm. Is it just a game? Or is it something more sinister? You'll just have to wait to find out. All sound effects in a Telltale Heart were created live in my garage by me, and music used by Kevin McLeod under the Creative Commons license. To see the names of the music used, please visit the Drama Merchant website and look at the program attached to this episode. I look forward to bringing you another show soon.